Hi, Lauren. Hi, Sam. Are you ready to talk about The Hunt? I am, because after all, we we are are the the Watchers of Movies. Hello. Hello. So guess who's in Greece right now? That's right. Not me, but my parents are. That's awesome. When did they leave? (laughs) They left this morning. I actually took them to the airport at like 4.45 this morning. So lucky. And they landed already? I'm actually not sure. She texted me like... So they're going to Greece. They're mm-hmm. like they're on their way there, or they are there. Either sure. way, yeah. Because um, she texted me, I can't remember, but she they like had a layover in Chicago, and I guess that they were staying what in a Chica- far journey for them. I know. Well, then their their layover is like seven hours. What I know. Oh, so they're probably not there yet then. Yeah, because it takes probably so. like nine or ten hours to get to Greece. Yeah. I think I they'll think. probably be there like in the morning, early morning, like our early morning, you know? Wow. I don't know. that. I would imagine the time zone's probably like, I think it's six hours ahead in Italy, so it's probably around the same, I would say yeah, probably around six like hours ahead. Yeah, seven hours ahead. Yeah. You know, it's a little further east, right? I have no idea. Well, <laughs> so you are asking the anyway, wrong person. Uh, that's <clears throat> really exciting. Greece looks beautiful. I know. And I was like, I was like, bring me a souvenir back. My mom's like, do I really have to? You're Don't, a grown woman. Who says that? <laughs> I, I tell my parents. Did I already say this? I tell the. I tell my parents to bring me back something French every right. time they go on vacation. <laughs> right. Because it's from Home Alone. But and they do bring me stuff, and usually it's French themed. Right. And, and it's novel because I'm their daughter, and the greatest gift in the world is having me as a child. Exactly. So exactly. if my parents That's ever gave I'm me sh- pushback <laughs> about bringing a souvenir, I'd be like, oh, what? You're going on your rich and fancy vacation. You can't spare a couple ducats to get me something. Some ducats. <laughs> some rupees. Mother. She's like, well, there's marketplaces there. And I was like, get something authentic. Just like, because that's what I asked for. I was like, get something authentically Greek. I want handmade whatever like and she's like well what do you want i was like mom i don't know but you will like you will know it when you see it yes (laughs) it's it's like uh so we were talking about when i went to port huron and you had watched bear for me and i brought you back a little gift i brought you back the paper dolls oh yeah and i showed her (laughs) yeah (laughs) tom tierney (laughs) and so i i remember we were at the um because i got it at a um a oh my god what are they called antique place mm-hmm. I got an antique store and I I showed her because I just like saw it and immediately I was like Sam this is for Sam this is gonna she's gonna love it like I just knew I like I it had is an pretty instinct amazing that you had that <laughs> accurate of an instinct I, I know yeah. and so I showed her I was like I think this is what I'm gonna get Sam and she's like she's not gonna like that and I was like no I think I'm gonna get it for her <laughs> I was like, I, I have a feeling. And she was like, okay. And then, you know, I gave it to you. And you were like, oh, my God, this is so good. Yeah. Your reaction was so <laughs> much better than I ever could have anticipated. I bet, never, I bet you never, ever in your wildest dreams guessed that I would be a groupie for a particular would, <laughs> paper doll artist. I know. I had, would have I had no had idea. so many Tom Tierney paper dolls <laughs> growing up. He was my favorite because his people were very always very well drawn and the uh-huh. clothes were always elaborate. And I loved dolls growing up, just any kind of doll, but oh, I really too. loved paper dolls and I had a lot of them. <laughs> so to be paper dolls and a Tom Tierney book, like... <laughs> 
I know, and I and I remember. So I like talked to her later. I called her, went over there, whatever. And, and I was like, I was like, so I I gave that book to Sam, and she's like, oh, and what she think? And I was like. <laughs> She absolutely loved it. And she was like, really? And I I'm wish like, I would have been able to like fan I, out all of my books. Like, look at all these paper doll I know, books. I know. But she, you guessed it. She was so, <laughs> she was like shocked. She's like, wow, so you were spot on. I was like, I I followed my instinct and I knew. I knew. I'm, I mean, I... I think I'm pretty good at gift giving. I think I'm pretty good at like picking what yeah, someone's going to like. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah. And I really like doing it too. So it's like, it's like, it's just like part of the reason I want to make more money because I just really like giving gifts to people. You know, I, it I'm, is fun. I agree. I, am a gift I really giver. like, like, I get super excited about um, birthdays mm-hmm. because I'm like, I get to give an awesome <laughs> gift. I know. And then you find one yeah. and then you like, and, uh, One year for Mike's birthday, I ordered him um, like a cool thing from a wrestling company in Japan. Uh-huh. And at that time, now they have like an American store, so you can order. But at that time, you couldn't. And Japan doesn't ship things directly to the United States, so you have to get like a proxy address, and it's a whole process. Oh wow, that sounds. And I went through the whole process because it was very exciting. And the whole time, I was like watching its progress, and I had to like compare a japanese address to the address the proxy gave me to the the slip that i had to oh fill out so i was like <laughs> doing crazy. like all this like sleuth work and i was filling it out and i was trying to make sure i was accurate and i had to do all this stuff and the site like makes you authenticate yourself and it was it was a whole process and i couldn't share it with him and i was so <laughs> it was like driving me crazy because like I figured it out and then I'd see that it had like shipped to like some city in in Asia somewhere and then it had shipped to Europe and I was like I can't tell him any of this and it was <laughs> like I'd see him at work and he'd be like hi and I'd be like today your package was in Amsterdam I couldn't say that to him right, though right. but anyway and then when I gave it to him like, did he I like it? So, no he hated it he <laughs> threw it in my face of course he did <laughs> no I was so excited to give it to him because of the yeah. history of how difficult it was to order right that I was like <sighs> here we go and he really liked it he really liked it, it was but then <laughs> I had to tell him the whole story the yeah. whole saga because that's half the gift oh, I think yeah, totally, you know yeah. anyway but now you can just like now people can just order from the United States store and it's super fast and it's of easy but yeah when was this like years ago this was in like 2018 maybe oh so it was a while ago well it not was a while pre-pandemic. ago pre-pan pre-pancake i believe it was it might have been 2019 mm. but anyway yeah well that's yeah that's exciting though and then just like for me it's giving the person the present and seeing their expression like the look on their face you yeah. know just like i'm like yes you liked it you liked my kid you know <laughs> I, it's it makes me it's feel really fun. good so so the other day i texted my friend and asked her if i could come and visit her cat Aww, <laughs> the cat you you cat sat oliver did you so go see cute. him i haven't seen him yet i felt kind of bad for asking that and not Why? asking about her other pets and not asking about her that's why <laughs> oh well i mean isn't it implied that if you're coming to see her cat you're probably going to hang out with her well, or yeah, did you say only so. when you're not home no i didn't say that no. did she say yes mm, yeah i mean oh. i don't think it'd be a problem but it'll be hard not to look at that but that board, picture board <laughs> does she listen to this no she doesn't as okay. far as i you know you should tell the, the listeners what you've done okay <laughs> so 
I'm not going to say who I did it to, just in case she does, but she probably will know who it is. <laughs> um, I would think. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, if she starts listening, it's really, it's a win win. It is. It is. So uh, I, my friend asked me to pet sit for her her dog, and she has a cat, and she had like her dad's cats there, and and so it was nine days, so it was long, so I was staying there, and I decided to play a little prank, a little harmless prank, and I'm actually pretty fucking proud of it because I think it's hilarious. So I took a picture of myself. And then I photoshopped it to look like it's a school picture background, like with the lasers. And it's a it's a picture of me looking very excited, <laughs> like kind of like you should you should post it on the social media. Yeah, but if she follows though, yeah, but if she hasn't, it's not like it's it's not like she's gonna see it and be like, I know that photo. <laughs> That's true. You don't have to. No, yeah. you should though. You think I should? Yeah, just can you just like block her from the post? <laughs> I'm not going to really that. elaborate. <laughs> uh, I'll post it on mine. You she doesn't follow me. That's true. You could post so it on yours. So if anyone wants to see it. <laughs> I'll post it on the social media. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll post it on social media. Um, and so what I did is I took a picture and I and I printed it out, printed it out. That's really funny. And <laughs> I put it, she has a, a board with a bunch of different pictures of like herself and her dog and her pet and like her girlfriend, whatever. And uh, I, I tucked it in there so that it's big enough where if you look, you're going to see it, but you have to look. You're not going <laughs> to notice it if you're just like casually well, passing by Well, and stuff it. like that just sort of becomes part of the scenery right, after yeah. a while. Well, cause, yeah. yeah, because you don't, you, like, I mean, I'm not gonna like sure i might look at something every now and then but i'm not gonna be uh, suddenly observant of something brand new and i'm just not an observant person like that it's observant in the way where it's like mashing with other things it's not like sticking out like oh there was never a picture right there now there is yeah yeah so i think it's a little it's good i like it (laughs) i think it's it's a fun little harmless prank and i and i love those kind of pranks because they don't hurt anyone and they're cute and they're fun and mike does this thing um where he'll like if you're drinking beer with him he'll like hide beer cans around so when we first started dating and he would come over to my apartment like the next day. I'd be like, "Oh, here's a beer can on my bookshelf that I, you know." And I thought <laughs> also, that was really just funny. Put beer cans places like just yeah, for you to find them. Yeah, later. <laughs> or like if you have a ceiling fan, he'll like put one on top of the, the fan, like empty one, you know. <laughs> right, right. I think it's funny. I liked it. I liked finding I like random a random beer can here or there, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's no, fun. I think it's funny too. Did you ever bring it over to him and be like, "Here"? Here's your no, can. I, us- I think no. I usually would um, honestly. I would return them and keep the deposit. Oh. <laughs> there you go. No, um, I would send him a photo and be like, "Oh, I found your beer can." <laughs> That's funny. I like that. One time That's good. we were out on my balcony and it was late at night. And then the next day, I I got up and I looked out and greeted this like the rising sun, and there was a bottle on the railing, which is <laughs> precarious, you know. <laughs> so. He just puts them everywhere. <laughs> He's like sneaking out, like putting it on there. <laughs> She'll never notice. Well, it we here. were—I mean, we were out there. It wasn't like he was like, "What's for, that over there?" His, and then he his, walked. That's out. my voice for him. Yeah. She'll never notice it there. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the movie. Let's right? do it. All let's right. Let's do it. What did you think of it? I love this movie. I thought it was maybe one of the best movies I've seen, definitely this year, maybe ever. I really, really, really liked it. Wow. I liked it. I thought it was so good and so powerful and so infuriating and so intense and so sad. I This movie <clears throat> made me cry so hard, and I 
tried really hard to remember a movie that made me cry as hard as this movie made me cry because that is so rare for me like i've teared up first it made me tear up which is not unusual i've teared up at movies before but then i was crying so hard and the only thing i could think of that made me cry this hard was the episode of downton abbey when lady sybil died oh yeah um um, jessica brown finley's character yeah and and maybe that's and that, and that was a, a long time ago. That was like over. That was like I actually remember you ago. telling me about that because you remember. I remember you telling me that you were driving home and yeah, you were like crying I was about it, yeah. weeping. And that is so unusual for me. Um, and I can't. I can't think of another. I can't think of something in more recent memory, or even like my whole life. I can't think of something that made me cry as hard as this movie made me cry. So it really affected me, and that's. As I stated, I can't state enough how unusual that is. It's very unusual to for me to cry as hard as I did watching it. And um, I, I think Mads Mikkelsen's performance is just tr- tremendous. I mean, and, me and most of the reason that I was got so emotional was mostly because of his performance. Oh, like, yeah. Because he carried so much and um there was things that happened in the movie that contributed obviously but i just i just think it's it's so good and it's so like i think something i really liked about it is that it's on one hand like why are you doing this and on the other what what would you do differently you know what i mean like i, I can't know. think i can't think of a 100 percent clear path to take that would be different in terms of like how the situation was handled and so that's why i think the movie is so good because it makes you feel it made me feel so many different and unexpected emotions like i've never hated a child an innocent child as much as i've hated a child in the middle of this movie you know what i mean and yeah so and then i've never like felt so impotent and out of control as i did watching this movie and it's just everything inside is like battling and then you're watching this movie and it's just so powerful and um so i'm really glad i watched it wow okay so i actually did not think you were gonna like it based on the text that you had sent me i thought that was like i thought i couldn't tell obviously because it's over text but i was like did she i don't think she liked it i was like maybe no no i don't think she did what did i say oh i said i finished the movie you were like you finished the movie yeah i said i finished the movie and it was just very like there was no i was like distraught emojis yeah it was just that i was emotionally distraught i had to watch Mm -hmm. a palate cleanse before i went to bed and um, i just finished it like two hours ago also like i said i finished the movie and you said you hadn't watched it yet so i zipped my lip because i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna give anything away because i if you said you'd watched it i might have slipped up and been like whoa it's intense but i didn't so yeah i knew it was so just there's a little kind kind of a history behind me wanting to watch it so i'd heard about this forever ago first of all um i have to say one thing i don't actually think Mads Mikkelsen is how you pronounce it. I think it's like Muggs Mikkelsen or something like that. <laughs> that I know it's like a Harry Potter character. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, um, we can look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. Muggs Mikkelsen. Yeah, oh, that just sounds like that sounds I, like an alter ego. I know. Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, I guess it is right. <laughs> Never mind. Mads Mikkelsen. Okay, so <laughs> I guess I was wrong. <laughs> 
first time and i, I think feel we should very call weird. them mugs middles what you <laughs> it was like mugs muggles and that's why i read it somewhere but apparently i was very wrong actually you know what i'm not going to take the blame for that i'm going to take a bl- i'm going to put on the blame on the person that i read that from who misled me <laughs> So what did you think of the movie? Oh, oh wait, so, wait, you were going to say there's a history. Yeah, yeah. So it's not really history as much as it's just I had seen I'd heard about this movie a while ago and I'd heard what it was about and I'd wanted to watch it. And so I'd mentioned it to you because I was like, well, we might as well review it because I know it's kind of like a heavier movie. And um, it definitely would pretty much lived up to my expectations of what I was expecting. And I think that he did a great job. And the first I was the first time I was ever exposed to Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> was Casino Royale, actually. Turns out Casino Royale had a bigger impact on my life than I ever could have possibly thought because all, Ava Green was also in that, and that was the first movie I ever saw her in. And you're a fan of hers? Uh, and, and, yeah. No, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a stan. <laughs> no, I do love her. I think she's really she's really gorgeous. Uh so yeah, that's that's pretty much the whole story. So I, I really wanted to see that, and I was glad that you wanted to. And I I did like it. I don't think I'd ever watch it again, though. It was very like my curiosity is satiated, and I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm glad I watched it, though. I didn't it. I I don't think I liked it as much as you did, um, but I definitely did like it. I think it was very good. And I, I really like him, too. And I think he's a very talented actor. So it was kind of like pretty much the fact that he was in it was one of the biggest reasons I wanted to see it to begin with because I knew I was a fan of his. So, yeah. Did you ever see Hannibal, the show that he's in? No. I started watching it and I just could not get into it. And I've heard so many good things about it. But I watched like two or three episodes and I was like, Ugh, I don't good. I don't think I really like um the other guy in it <laughs> Hugh Dancy yeah yeah I was there's trying some, to think of his name there's something about him that like like he's fine I just don't think I'm a big fan of him he's you know like a, he reminds me of like a poor man's Matthew Good or something there's something yeah. weird about him yeah but I like Matthew Good and I'm not I do like too. a huge fan of Hugh Dancy so yeah I I've seen I liked him in Jane Austen book club and that oh, was yeah, I, I thought he was really cute that. in that but I I mean even Mark Blucas was kind of okay in that movie, I guess. <laughs> How did Mark Blucas land Emily Blunt? I know. <laughs> Out of all the people in the world, why would you choose Mark Blucas? Uh, so I have a bunch of notes, as you can see. I can see you have a bunch of notes, too. And uh, first of all, the thing I kept going back to as I was watching this movie is the fact that Clara, Clara's shitty fucking brother's little shitty friend exposed her to pornography. And that clearly traumatized her. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing started because of what the brother's shitty friend said. And I was like, so this guy almost got his life ruined because this kid showed a five-year-old child hardcore pornography like what the fuck is wrong with it like and and i mean i can't even imagine it 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 just like it it like enraged me you know i was like who is letting their child run around with i mean you can't really (laughs) you can't prevent like your child from looking at pornography i wasn't trying to scoff at you i was gonna say i was gonna interrupt you and say her parents were kind of shitty and then they turned into saints after of course you know all of a sudden they're like not shitty parents anymore and 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 so 
yeah, you can tell by the house she lives in that, of course, she's yeah. going to get exposed to something. She has to listen to her parents fight pretty meanly. Yeah, and then the dad, like, shows, Theo shows up so drunk he can't even stand. I was like, dude, if that's happening on a regular basis, maybe stop drinking. Like, that's bad. That's pretty bad, you know? <laughs> and, yeah, her, I mean... I don't know if I ever really got the impression that they were bad parents. I don't think that they were maybe good together. I think that they really loved their kids. That's probably a better way of saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's... I don't I, know, because they were, like, neglecting to take her to school and stuff. I don't know oh, if they were... Oh, that's true. Actually, I, yeah. I changed my mind. I don't know if they were great parents. I don't I think don't, they were terrible parents, but I don't no, think they were good parents. I, I agree with that. I don't think they were... They were definitely not great parents. Yeah, because the whole, like, she's, like, sitting on the side of the road. She outside. wandered off. And when, she, when, she, when he brought her home... When Lucas brought her back the first time, they were like, oh, where were you off to? And I was like, you should be more concerned. (laughs) She's so little. (laughs) I know. Um, Yeah, the fact that they didn't know where she was and she got lost, like... I, it's a good thing Lucas found her because God forbid an actual fucking pedophile found her, you know. And then at that point, I would very much say if the parent is feeling really guilty because they weren't paying attention to their child and the child got snatched up by a pedophile because the child was out somewhere where they weren't near their parents and that's maybe kind of your fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying like, uh, maybe you should feel guilty because why was your child at five years old walking around getting lost in the city? Like, or, I mean, it wasn't well, a that, city, but... Hardly a city. Yeah, but it was yeah. this town. Like a but village. It, yeah. I mean, it was very... But I You agree. could tell it was very small. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And, and just... But I just, I kept going back to that pornography thing, and she repeated the same lines that the brother, the brother's friend had said to her was the rod is sitting, is pointing straight up. Yep. And it's like, no one has any idea yep. of it's what just she's being pass- exposed to. Well, it's a passing moment that obviously traumatized her in some way because oh, yeah, it's stuck in sure. her brain well, and then, then when she her felt crouching down yeah, and she, she holds like, her head yeah she was yeah, disturbed like, she by was that she was definitely disturbed and, and I mean you don't know you know when you're a kid you don't know any of that stuff no. like even an adult woman who like if a man exposes himself to an adult woman or like sends her a pornographic image like that's shocking when you're not yeah. expecting it or asking for it oh yeah and i don't mean asking for it in the me. mean sense i mean like yeah if you're not with this person and you're like ooh, send me a nudie or like no you i know, totally get yeah i didn't no. mean asking for it like <laughs> in you're a like, mean yeah. way yeah. no i got, I got so you're anyway, like hey can you send me yeah. a dick pic it's like, not like if you're consenting you know, she was asking for it what if, she was wearing if it, a woman is consenting or a man is consenting then that's different but a woman or a child who yeah. does not want to see this thing and it is thrust in front of their faces yeah that's traumatic for any age i know that's and it why wasn't it's called even, assault you right. know but like and it wasn't even just like a picture of a penis it was like a picture of a woman about to give a guy a blowjob like it was very it was something that it a was child creepy. shouldn't it was disturbing. see it was yeah. something that a child, and um and then obviously she was embarrassed when lucas sort of was like you know i'm you know basically just nicely trying to be like you yeah know, you should give this little heart to somebody else or you know don't ki- don't kiss people on the lips like that right and so that shame that she felt at her like crush mm-hmm. reprimanding her tied in with the shame she probably or like whatever guilt or whatever trauma she was feeling from seeing that image and she just said things to try to like heal the situation and she had no idea what she was saying like, yeah. she didn't know at all what she was saying no she, she didn't had know no idea what anything was she didn't 
she didn't understand it the gravity of the situation was just it was just her own little her own little like healing that needed to happen and yeah and i think that that was that's so interesting because it's a passing moment in a five-year-old's life that she heard that line and she repeated it and nobody can ever go back to that moment because no adults were there and she doesn't have the frame of mind to be like well actually mom and dad my brother and his friend were looking at pornographic images yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so at that point she shouldn't even know what sex is and right a child yeah. should not know what that is like if it's one thing if you're like well where do babies come from well let me tell you a very you know dry cut version of what happens sure but um yeah that i mean that was that was a whole other whole other situation and i think it's it's totally like what you said she doesn't have the um ability to process what she saw she doesn't have the ability to explain what she saw she doesn't have the words for it so she expresses herself in, i guess what you might deem an inappropriate way by kissing him you know but again she's five so it's not really inappropriate she's yeah. just a child she doesn't understand well and I, I don't know if she was kissing him because of the image i think right. she, he was just like an adult male who was nice to her yeah you yeah. know when well, her I own th- parents were like pretty checked right. out and yelling all the time and you know yeah i could see i mean and i think he's handsome i don't know how you what do you think but i always thought that he was handsome especially i don't know there's something about him in casino royale with the like blind eye and the scar that i was like oh my <laughs> it was, i was like okay <laughs> bond villain <laughs> hello <laughs> so it a lot of weird stuff does it for me sam you just have to you just have to come to terms with that oh you think that this is my first this rodeo is your- <laughs> You I think know. that right now I'm sitting here shocked? I like, know. I can't believe I what you just said. Do you have you ever met anyone that has like weird sexual preferences like me? <laughs> Probably, but no one who tells me them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay yeah you probably meet someone who's like i'm really into clowns <laughs> and you're like okay. i feel like you would say that if oh. like a if there was a handsome enough clown no i gotta tell you that's not a thing that is not a thing Mark yeah you down. i've listen to me i'm gonna make a, a long-term bet 15 years from now there's gonna be like a clown at a birthday party like or something sexy clown. And you're gonna go to me i'm feeling that clown <laughs> All right. Anyway, it doesn't sound sound of the realm of possibility to be honest. So <laughs> I'm just gonna say that could happen. <laughs> that could that could You're happen. Gonna- well, I started thinking about the dude that plays the great. Oh my god! Dude. <laughs> I started thinking about the. Oh not even 15 years from now it's 15 well, seconds well you're not dressed up like a clown but i was thinking about the grave digger from uh repo the genetic opera and how i was like okay all right yeah okay and now i'm like no i might be yeah that could unbelievable mm-hmm. that might happen <laughs> anyway anyway you back don't to need the to movie. wait 15 years for weird shit like that to happen yeah, to me that honestly. was on me that's on me the whole yeah. thing's on me i mean if they remake it who knows at this point <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You're not though. He's That's not my favorite scar scar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. And if it's gonna so. be anyone, it's gonna be the Tim Curry one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um 
Yeah, so I I was kind of wondering, and I kind of I wrote this down because I was wondering if this was going to come up later, and maybe it does, but it's never actually like said. But his so Theo mentions to Lucas that when he lies, his eye twitches. See, I didn't catch that line. So yeah, he says that like it's like way in the beginning. It's like Is within it the when first he was ten minutes. Talking about like his ex-wife or something. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and he's like, yeah, I can tell when you're lying because your eye twitches. So I was wondering, maybe later when they were in the church or something, if he had said like, look in my eyes, there's nothing, there's nothing. Like maybe he was saying like, I'm not, my eyes not twitching. You know, I'm telling the truth or something. He had to have been. So when I was watching that scene, and Lucas looked back at Theo. And Theo was like, oh my gosh, I can see it in his eyes. I thought, oh, so he's starting to, to know, like, no, Lucas is not a pedophile. Like, he didn't do right. anything to the little girl. To my little girl, He he's being falsely accused. And then, you know, then Lucas, like, comes up to him and, like, they get in that altercation. And he's like, look at my eyes, like you said. And I did not catch that prior line or didn't mm-hmm. remember that prior line at all until I was reading the Wikipedia page preparing for the episode and i was like oh okay yeah so then it made me second guess myself so i'm like so did theo like did theo think he was lying at that point but mike was texting me because he watched the movie just tonight oh did he and he said he also missed that line and that it seemed like theo was starting to realize like oh yeah he's not he's not lying he really didn't do it it's funny because I actually almost didn't write it down because I was like, it's probably not that I'm important. Glad you wrote, yeah. But then I was like, mm, I something too. tells me. I, wrote it I down. was like, I was like, I, I was like, Lauren, you know what this movie's about. Something tells me, like, you gotta write this down. Mm-hmm. Something's you yeah. gotta, you gotta, you do gotta it. do it. I gotta, regatta. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Bob Fricker. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Okay, so one of the things that was. Um, that I, I couldn't stop. Oh, it's like too near my face. Uh, so this this whole story, first of all, reminds me a lot of something that actually happened here in the United States, and I'm wondering if it was inspired by it. And um, so I was I was out on Monday. I was out with a group of people, and I was mentioning this, and the and one of the guys there had said, "Oh, like the Satanic Panic," and I was like, "No, I don't think it is the Satanic Panic because I think it's it's not in English. It's not an American movie, you know." And so this happened in the United States, but it was about uh, it was a guy in the eighties, and um, he was gay, and he was working at like a preschool or kindergarten, whatever. And the parents didn't like that he was gay. And so they started to coach their children to say that he had abused them. The guy ended up in prison. It, like, destroyed his life. It's actually one of the saddest stories I've ever heard. I was, like, I was, like, visibly shaking after. Like, I was so affected and just so sad. Because this guy was totally innocent. And so I was wondering if maybe this was slightly inspired by that. I thought panic was, like, D&D and people, like... Um, no, I mentioned the Satanic Panic because there was also another. I don't, actually it doesn't really even have to do with any with the story I just told. Wait, maybe it does. Why would it come up then? Like, why would he say it? Because there were other stories of um, people that like parents thought that they're they were doing like satanic worship with the kids oh, and hurting okay. them and stuff. This was, but they were separate. So I kind I don't know I. I think I just conflated it all. Yeah. But um, I was wondering if this was based after that story, because even though in the, you know, in the actual true story, he like went to prison. He, I think he was out eventually, but not 
before he got really, really traumatized and hurt and assaulted and like raped in prison. And so it was really nasty and awful. And um, I mean, I can't imagine even like i can't imagine that <laughs> you know you, you're, you're trying to like the anyway so <laughs> i could go on and on about how much of that upsets me but i did notice and this is one of the things that i had when i listened to like a podcast about that guy that one of the things that was happening was that uh the adults were asking leading questions to the kids and that's what was happening with clara was that they were like kind of almost coaching her and i was like you're asking her questions that is me like in her five-year-old mind is making her think this is what happened you know and then the mom later you know she's clara clara's going like no uh, it didn't happen it didn't happen and her mom's like it absolutely did happen and i was like you're not even listening to your kid like so, i mean it just she didn't strike me as well so, I mean, from the viewer's perspective, you know the entire time that he's innocent. There's never, like, any doubt in the viewer's mind, you know? Uh, but to me, it seemed like none of these parents were truly paying attention to maybe the signs that she didn't seem like she was traumatized, you know? Like, she was going out when it was snowing, and she was, like, and she, she'd see Lucas and, like, wave at him. I think if you were... I don't... I mean, maybe I don't know, because I don't know that much about childhood psychology, but I think that... If you were a child and you were traumatized by someone, you'd be like really shy or scared around them or act like not like excited to see them the way she was, you know? I disagree a little bit. You do? Um, there's some things about the movie that I think that's I think that's why I like it so much is because it's really well done in the fact that well, they are asking her leading questions and that's awful. I don't yeah. in and but I think that like the operation is so Mickey Mouse when the when the teacher first starts suspecting something I'm like you know you should suspect something if a yeah. five year old oh, yeah. girl says something about a grown man that a five year old girl shouldn't know about mm-hmm. you should be like we have to look into this oh, I yeah, have to no, do I something totally, I totally but then agree. I don't know who that guy was that she brings in like was he a professional he just sort of yeah. seemed like a random guy that she knew and yeah they like kissed each other's cheeks so they were obviously like, very familiar is, is he like part of the school system is he a therapist you don't know yeah and then he starts asking her these leading questions and I think it reminded it's it's kind of like um, I never watched it but the Brendan Dassey the Netflix what is it like making a murderer or, or like something and it's Brendan Dassey and his uncle were accused of like killing this woman I think it was and, making a murder yeah and um is there like the two or cops, three seasons now or something yeah I never watched it but Mike watched it and he told me about it and and, and how the interrogation for Brendan Dassey the young boy was like very coercive like mm-hmm, they almost yeah. like coerced a uh like him to say that he did Didn't it or he whatever say he had like really low iq or yeah. something yeah i think and so it, yeah. the leading questions for a five-year-old yeah it was just done so badly but then from a child's perspective like you don't know the gravity of what you said and you just want to make like you're just trying to make the adults happy yeah, yeah. like i remember i can remember i mean <laughs> not a situation intense like this but i can remember being a kid <laughs> God, and you just not. like you just don't want to be in trouble yeah yep. and when you're called into two adults two adults are asking you questions and you don't know what's going on you think you're in trouble so you just try to you know you just don't want to be in trouble yeah and then and then i also think like 
Wait, it's I want to say something. It's like unbelievable, right? That's what it's called, right? Yeah. The Tony, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where she's called in and, and, and they're like, we need you to come in and talk to us. And she goes, am I in trouble? And they're like, no one says that unless they're guilty. And I was like, people with fucking anxiety say that. <laughs> yeah, a young you know? girl would say that if you're like yeah. ganging up on her. I mean, I've like someone with anxiety would say it it's just whatever and then later in the movie Mm -hmm. when the mom is talking to her and the little girl's like i just said something stupid and now everybody at school is is you know saying things and the mom the mom was like no you just like you're in denial because whatever what the thing that happened Mm -hmm. to you is so bad that you you know you're trying to forget about it and i that's totally valid to me too because i think that's one of the reasons I like the movie so much is because what do you do in a situation where you think a five-year-old is being abused by an adult? Right. I don't, like, like, obviously it's extreme. Like, I don't think you should totally turn your back on him. You should definitely get both sides of the story. But at the same time, you would immediately go into protection mode. Oh, yeah. You know, if you were the teacher, you'd immediately do that. If you were the parents, you'd immediately do that in some fashion. And you'd also just assume, like... And the teacher was saying, like, I don't think kids would lie about that. I don't think kids would lie about that. And she also was saying, like, Clara has a a really vivid imagination. So you could tell that she's almost, like, torn. Like, she knows that Clara has a vivid imagination, but most kids don't say stuff like talk about erections right right when they're five years old you know so so and you do have started like, from porn <laughs> you like, do oh. have a legal obligation to look into it mm-hmm. um but i think that because her friend or whoever the guy came and he said you know like this is a matter for the cops but they'd already the damage was already done right he you know like and um i also know uh from things that i've heard throughout the years that oftentimes when you're when young girls i've heard this i haven't heard it from boys perspective i just heard a few stories here and there young girls being sexually abused by an older male who's charismatic and gregarious and fun to be around and treats them like they're the number one person in the universe they're not afraid of these men they think that these like when you're a child when you're a little child you know you're like you're like, oh, here he is. He always, like, gives me treats. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't think... I think if... It's like a, it's like the Salem witch trials. Like, they saw what they wanted to see, yeah, you know? Yeah, big time. And, and so, I don't think it was out of the ordinary in that situation for her to still... Like, obviously, he didn't do anything. But I think if he had done something, I don't... Because she doesn't necessarily know what's happening enough to know that it's wrong at that point if it was happen- yeah it's not happening right right but i get parents, what you're saying yeah she's a, she's a latchkey kid like she's right. the definition of a latchkey kid and here's somebody who pays her attention so if something was happening i think she'd still be excited to see him yeah that's have you ever seen did you ever see the documentary abandoned in, or uh, no um abducted in plain sight Mm-mm. okay well first of all we'll really piss you off because it's unbelievable but um it's about a young woman that was abducted by a family friend and he assaulted her sexually assaulted her many times and she was like in love with him she like wanted to go and be with him at some place he was working and like work there over the summer and everything she was like 15 or 16 and (laughs) the parents ended up 
like sleeping with this guy. Oh, you told me. About I told that. you. About, yeah, yeah, the mom like slept weird. with him, and the dad like gave him like a hand job, and it was and and they're being interviewed too. Like there, this is an actual interview with these people, and the mom, I, like I just <laughs> thought the mom is like, I've never been with a lover like that before, and I was like, raped your daughter. Rape your daughter. But yeah, go talk about the lo- he's how he's the greatest lover you've ever had. Like, right, let's talk about how this pedophile who's raped your daughter and you were very aware of it is the greatest lover. It was just I I I've never felt so much rage <laughs> towards like like I wanted to go into this damn documentary and just like punch someone in the face and be like, This guy fucking did this your daughter, you stupid you know like oh it was anyway but i i I can see where you're saying that yeah and i just want to reiterate like i think little kids do know it's wrong but they don't know why it's wrong right and and so i'm not suggesting that kids who are being abused like don't know that anything weird is happening but i think there's also like when you're when they're so young there's a certain bit of them that's like well here's somebody who's paying me all this attention yeah especially so their emotions are so like you don't know you know so yeah and they can tell you things like don't tell anyone this this is our little secret you know Mm -hmm. Ugh, ugh, very so obviously nothing actually happened but i didn't think that i thought that like if you thought maybe this child was being abused i don't know if her behavior would be like no she doesn't seem like she's being abused you know what i mean right right and i um, think it's dangerous to kind of think that way too because everyone deals with trauma differently yeah yeah and so but i do think uh, them just like turning on him so fast and and i think that obviously we'll get into that more but nobody nobody started nobody pumped the brakes like once it was moving it just started moving so rapidly and but i think the reason the movie was so compelling to me is because i can't really see the only thing i can see to do differently is she should have brought an obvious professional in right from the get-go yeah and maybe things wouldn't have blown up as much as they did but they i mean like once word gets out that somebody's being investigated for this sort of crime i think that they would have escalated still yeah especially in like a small town like they live in oh and like everyone knows each other it seems like yeah and he seems to teach like every kid everybody's kid and everybody Mm -hmm. was really insulting of him for being a kindergarten teacher like that's a terrible job or something i know i thought that that was weird i was like he's teaching kids who cares he told clara at the beginning that the school he worked at closed so it's not like he quit working at a a different job to be a kindergarten teacher right right i was like why are why is everyone so disdainful of him teaching kindergarten why is that worse than i know other teaching i don't don't, don't get it like in it he clearly got along with kids he had good chemistry with the kids you know and not everyone has good chemistry with kids i don't (laughs) like i i'm pretty much like how how was your day child and they're like well i pay with dinosaurs and i'm like i have to go okay bye <laughs> like i don't know well, how to talk to you so uh, yeah i mean like he obviously liked his job and yeah. everybody like even his ex when he was on the phone acted like it was something he should be ashamed of and i, was I know thinking that she that didn't was seem, really she strange didn't seem like a very nice person no she didn't she was like i'm gonna take your your keep your son away from you and then her and i could understand not wanting to have the son visit the dad once all that information came out sure that makes sense you're protecting your kid but the kid had to like run away to get to his dad you know and um it, it, yeah she just she seemed like she to me and i'm just basing this on the very 
small amounts of interaction that we see but she struck me as the type of person that was intentionally keeping marcus away to hurt lucas oh sure yeah, yeah big time it was like which is it's you know like if you're gonna have your own war between you and your ex or whatever fine but don't bring your child into it that's just shitty you know like it happens a lot i know yeah i know so when lucas came to the door to theo's door i wrote down i can't believe that theo didn't murder lucas the second he saw him like he was so calm about it i think if that were me and that was my child i would have ripped that guy's throat out like i would have been like i don't care if i go to prison you did not touch my daughter and you never will you know what i mean like worth it (laughs) that's what i gotta say yeah that's a good question because i thought it was pretty weird that his so-called best friend i i thought everything that happened was infuriating because nobody like you didn't see the parents talking to clara and trying to like get any truth out of her you didn't see her going to like a court therapist or like the police or anything and you didn't like he came over and he was like why don't we talk to clara and they were you know like they were for with good reason they were really upset they were like yeah you know like get out but like you if you came if somebody told me that you mistreated a child i've never had a kid but from my perspective right now if somebody told me that i think i'd be like what is going on tell me what's going right. on you know and i so i'm I liked that they sort of started talking, but everything was so veiled, like their conversation was so veiled, and I thought it was a little weird that it seemed like nobody would tell Lucas exactly what he was accused of. Right. And, um... I wonder if that's, like, a Danish thing. Like, I don't that know. the Danish, like, police thing, you I know? Don't, uh, yeah, I don't know, but... Because um, I don't know how it would work in the United States. I don't know if that's something that, that's information that someone would give them. It seems like they would, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know about that, you know? Yeah, I, I just... I feel like it's... I felt like it was a little bit bizarre that his best friend wouldn't at least be like, tell me what's going on. And and so, especially since, like, you know this personally. It's not like he, he just right. came into your life a year ago. You know, you know well, this he person. he had pictures, like, of them. Or the other friend the other had pictures. Friend, yeah, yeah, the other pictures that had, fr- like, pictures of them when they were a lot younger. Which I think that they, it seemed like they were all part of the same group. So, maybe they probably all knew each other since they were younger. Yeah. So, it's like, you've known someone for so long. And sure, like, you never really know anyone because you can't get inside their brain and see their thoughts, whatever. But... It just seems like if your friend was going to abuse a child, that there might be red flags throughout your entire relationship. Like, I don't know if he maybe like brought home a girl that was like 14 and he was 18. You might be like, buddy, you sure this is the way that you want to go with this? This 14 year old girl and you're at all, you know, like, so, but. I don't know. And I think that I think fear plays an enormous part in this because it's like what what was that woman's name? Um, Greta or Greta Greta um, that she was like, I always believe the child and I don't blame her. She should. She should absolutely believe the child in this case. It's just I, I don't know. I, I'm like, I, I think I lost my train of thought there. Like, I, it's just it's such a. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Like, 
like you said, you don't know everybody. You don't know what happens when you're not around. You don't, you know, but I feel like you can reasonably get to know and vouch for somebody. Mm -hmm. And yes, people can surprise you in a very horrible way, even when you think you know them. But I thought, like the teacher, Greta... Uh, that sort of made sense to me it didn't mm. make i think she went about it badly but you know her and her and lucas are are their co-workers you know right they right. have a working relationship they don't they're not friends they're not lifelong partners they're just co-workers right so in that instance it's a child's word against a co-worker's word and right. you're there like your job is specifically to protect children so yes go through all the means necessary but go through legal means i don't like how she did it um, yeah bringing then, in like the friend like we don't even know is this friend a psychologist we don't know who yeah. they are like they and it's like if you're bringing in some random guy that's like oh i like psychology i don't give a shit if you like well, psychology also does he have the credentials to give like, uh, like asked, you know what i mean <laughs> i thought it was pretty inappropriate for him to ask clara if if lucas ejaculated yeah. i thought like this seems to be crossing a line like you're actually crossing the line here unless because they never told us who this guy was right so unless this guy is a trained professional who's brought in to deal with situations like this you're crossing a line that you're accusing lucas of crossing by even just asking her like well, you know yeah, and all the questions and he so, was asking her were so leading yeah. like did this happen mm-hmm. did this ha- it wasn't like what happened tell me this you know it, it was it was very much like so she yeah she felt almost like you know she's five so she's or i'm guessing i don't know we don't know her exact age but i would say it's probably about accurate you know she's just answering questions as far as she's concerned she doesn't understand yeah 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 and so i think that the teacher and the teacher um announcing it to the the parents that evening i thought that was like super premature yeah and not great you know um i don't know what else you would do in that is like that's the thing everything the teacher did well not wise i also don't know what else you could do in a situation you know like you want to get out in front of something like this immediately well i do know i guess she could call the police immediately or you know and get and get things rolling on the legal side and know exactly what like course of action they should take but still like telling the parents that evening is is so crazy because when she tell mike texted me he mentioned that he thought it was weird that when lucas was first accused he just said shit and that made total sense to yeah. me. Yeah. That made... I, I thought... I actually I thought, agree with Mike. I thought that was weird that he didn't defend himself well, or anything. I he kind of just went, how could this happen? I think he thought, I didn't do anything, so this is nothing I have to worry about because I'm right. innocent. Like, it'll just blow over. But I do... And Mike did think it was weird that he didn't stick up for himself harder the rest of the time. And I agree. I just like, don't understand I don't why agree. he didn't tell or her, like... Right. Like, well, I just don't... Under- Sorry. <laughs> I don't understand why he just didn't tell her, like, oh, she gave me a plastic heart. I said, maybe you should give it to someone else. And she kissed me, and I told her, you should ki- just kiss your parents. Well, he didn't know it was Clara. She said oh, he or right. she. That's he didn't right. know who it was. That's and then right. by the time he found out it was Clara, tensions were so high, he couldn't say anything at that right. point. Because I agree. Like, if she had said, Clara said, you showed me her pe- You showed her your penis. Yeah, and I totally like, understand why she kept it anonymous. Because Clara got a little bit misguided. She got a little, you know. Anyway, because I agree. I would have right. done that, too. I, I but totally I think he totally. on that. Like, he just seemed like, I felt like his reaction was what an innocent man's reaction would be, almost. Like, maybe yeah. not. I mean, like, I could see in some innocent people being like, no, I would never do that. And they would still be innocent. But, like, 
he was so unconcerned because he knew that there was it was unfounded but he didn't realize maybe stupidly and naively he didn't realize that you know these allegations have to be taken seriously from the get-go because it's a child involved you know and and so so yeah i just i just think um I thought that for Theo and his wife to turn on him without just, like, having some sort of conversation, even with, like, a mediator or something. Yeah. You know, I thought that that was a little bit crazy because they were lifelong friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. It, it felt very sudden and... And I mean, I think that if you... If it is your child that you're going to want to... Like, you're going to want to believe them. You know, you're going to want to be on their side. But again, you if you've been friends with this guy for 20 plus years, probably even longer, because they're in their 40s now. That's what they said, right? 40s? Yeah. Um, You're going to want to say, like, hey, man, what's going on? Because people are saying stuff, and our daughter's saying stuff, and I've known you for a really long time, and I just want to know what's your side of the story yeah you know yeah and i could i could see maybe not initially believing him sure, or really not wanting to believe him or something but just to never ask what's going on is it like because they are not great parents yeah i think so <laughs> i know? feel like i feel i honestly feel like part of their part of their immediate turning their back on him was guilt over being like terrible parents right yeah like raising a latchkey kid who anything could have happened like any number of things bad things could have happened to her because of their neglect like it's like she's wandering the town yeah Yeah, she she got lost i think that there's guilt in that situation where they're like this is partially our fault number one we neglect her number two we brought this man into our house Mm -hmm. you know and so but I do think, like, your so-called best friend, you would you would hopefully try to get something out of. Any, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you want to know? Like, wouldn't you be like, okay, I've known you for so long. What happened, Lucas? What happened? You know, yeah. like, it, yeah, uh, I, I do agree, though. I think part of it is probably because they were feeling guilt because they're like, oh, guess what? We're shitty parents who lets our five-year-old child wander around wherever they want. And, you know, our son is bringing in their friends who are showing pornography to our child. Not that they knew that, but I just am very, like, I was just very, very appalled that that happened. And it made, like, it, it just made me feel really really icky and uncomfortable and just especially the way she reacted to seeing it afterwards it was it was just so bothersome you know and and like it's ugh man did one of the parts that made you cry was that the dog too yeah well that was that part made me tear up Mm -hmm, I I got my I got teared up I knew the dog was dead as soon as so well, the dog got mistreated a couple times throughout the movie, and it really bothered me. Like, if someone came over to my house, and I was like, look what my dog can do, and he was like, where does the dog sleep? Because we're going to do it. I, I'd be like, I don't want to do it with you, because I was trying to show you some dog stuff, and now you're kicking my dog out. And you could have just waited five minutes for me to show you this thing with my dog, who's obviously really important to me, but instead right. you were just you're like... You're talking about the woman that was like, yeah, okay. Like, Nadia, is that her name? Nadia? Nadia? <laughs> 
I thought that was really dumb. I, I thought that their didn't whole relationship. Her to me. Yeah, no, I I didn't really care. I didn't really have strong feelings about her. Like I was like, okay. Well, I thought it was sweet how she was kind of like pursuing him and she liked him, but then when he came when she came over to the house and he was like showing her the dog thing and she just was not like she 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 was so humorless uh-huh. that i was kind of like this is a weird personality trait for a person <laughs> and i'm not even like i was kind of like half joking half serious about the dog thing i just thought it was such like a humorless response and maybe it was supposed to be sexy and whatever but i was it just didn't thinking, strike me as it, it reminded me of um it reminded me of carl and and um Laura? Is that her name? No, 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 no. Laura Lenny is her. Oh, the yeah. character's name in, yeah. in the Love Actually. Yeah. Yeah. It like had that kind of vibe. Just a little bit. Not like really, but this a little like you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I just but I just thought I don't know. I I I thought that it was maybe supposed to be cute, but I didn't think it was cute. It just seemed kind of like weirdly like it seemed like a booty call more than anything. Which is yeah. fine. It kind of was. If it was I mean, it was just supposed to be like a booty call sort of one night stand. That's but then it seemed like they were in some kind of relationship. I don't know. I just thought yeah, it was weird. They kept like referring to each other as girlfriend and boyfriend yeah. and I'm like, cause you hooked up one well, time. She was sleeping over and stuff. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. Their relationship wasn't weird to me and I thought it was cute how she like called him and she's like, How come you're not calling me? And you know i know i thought that was cute but i just was like i did like that too like when she was like kick the dog out that kind of i I don't know i thought that was really weird behavior because i would be like ha 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 that's so funny five minutes goodbye i've seen the trick all right let's do it you know what i mean like so let's do it (laughs) but i also really liked that um he kicked her out when she because i think she asked a valid question well she didn't know him very well so I think she asked a valid question after Clara came over and wanted to walk Fanny, and he was like, I don't think you should come over here anymore. And Clara was kind of like, I'm so confused, because, you know, all the adults were mad at him, and she didn't know why, because yeah. she, she didn't know that what she'd said was so t- terrible. And and then Nadia was like, Did Yeah, and you the fact touch- that she got over there without her parents even noticing. Exactly. That's after, like, yeah. Yeah. That, you know what? The more, the more we talk about how terrible these parents are, the more I'm putting them in the terrible category. Because yeah. you, if you thought that your child was sexually assaulted by <laughs> one of your best friends and she was able to walk over there without anyone noticing, there's an issue there with the parenting. And maybe, like, not an issue with him. You know what I mean? Like, maybe let's look at ourselves in this and say, am I guilty of my child not knowing what the fuck's going on? Because she's, like, like she said, the latchkey kid, you know? It just... I mean, I think that they really... I think they love their children. But if... She left the house to go to her so-called abuser's house. So, what are we going to do here? Yeah. And (laughs) I agree. That's an issue. That's a a big issue. Nadia was there and she's like, did you, did you touch that child? You know, and, and he got mad at her and, you know, he was like, do you think I'm sick? And she's like, I don't know. But then she said no. And she sort of came to her senses and then he kicked her out. I wasn't sure she believed him though. I wasn't sure either. And I kind of like, I I kind of don't blame her, but I kind of do because it, it is kind of a weird situation that yeah. you're suddenly thrust into. Like you've just, you haven't. I don't think she's known that guy, known him for very long. No. She's known him for a while, probably. They're coworkers in some way, but they just started being in a relationship together. So I think 
she's kind of put in an awkward position. It's not like she's been dating him for five years and she's going to stand by her man. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. So I liked that he kicked her out because then it's less like she abandoned him in his mm. hour of need. It was kind of like he was like, I don't, I don't want this. I don't have time for you. I'm dealing with all this other stuff. So get out. And I thought that right. that was good because then at the end when they're back together, I was able to accept it a little bit more with her. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? And uh, so, yeah, I, I, th- I didn't mind the relationship. I was just like, she just seemed humorless when the dog thing <laughs> came up, and that really bothered me because I'm like, well, don't sleep with someone so he was so boorish. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, she's it's probably such be, a bore, darling. It's, probably, it's, it's just it's probably supposed to be sexy, and I just you know it was it, lost on me. Yeah, but it didn't it didn't I, really um, strike me as like I would never say that was sexy. Like, and I thought that. It, I was kind of uncomfortable watching them like make out and like get to the point where they're about to have sex. I was like, this is so awkward. <laughs> like it just felt really It didn't feel romantic. No. Not that it was supposed to, but it didn't it, feel like But it didn't feel I mean, it felt like two people who have never been together getting mm-hmm. together for the first time. But that's like something that I don't necessarily like wanna watch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not because it's it's not like, you know, Carl and Sarah. Was her name Sarah? I don't remember her name. I don't remember her name either. Laura Lenny's character in Love Actually, where you're like, oh my God, she's finally getting together yeah. with a guy that she, you know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. So you're like, you're, you know, you you wanted them to get together. This was just so, she's like, okay, we're here. So where does the dog sleep? Because we're going to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then later in the movie, when he goes to jail, mm-hmm. the dog is in the house. And so I thought his son was sort of like going around trying to see if they had a key. And he finally goes to, what's his name, Brune, the friend who actually, like, believes him. The godfather or whatever. Brune. He goes to Brune's house, and Brune's like, you can stay here for the night. And I was really mad that he never said, like, do you have a key to my dad's house? Because his dog is there. Yeah. And I was like, you're just going to leave the dog all night? I thought the same exact thing. And then I was like, no one's going to take out the dog? Like, the dog's going to be taken care of. I thought that was pretty bad. Like, I I was thinking at that time, I was like, do not write a dog into the story unless you're going to, like... Because that's not how people are in real life. I mean, like, the cops don't care about a dog, sure. But mm-hmm. this boy, it presumably was, you know, he was, it was the family dog oh, while yeah, the parents yeah. were married. So the boy cares about the dog. So at least it's one line. The only thing you have to do is say, do you have a key to my dad's house? Because the dog is there. When he finally, because he said something to, yeah. to Theo. He asked Theo, and I'll get into that in a second. But then he goes to Bruin's house and just say that line and then have Bruin be like, I'm really sorry, but you know what? The dog will be okay for the night. And if if your dad isn't out by tomorrow, we'll find a way to get the dog yeah. out. That's yeah. all I needed. It's not ideal, but I just like don't write a dog into right. the story if you're gonna do that because it's it's unrealistic. It right. wouldn't happen. Somebody like the kid has a vested interest in the dog, and mm-hmm. he would care about it. And um, but then as soon as they show the boy, and what's the boy's Marcus? Marcus. As soon as they show Marcus calling it like Fanny. And Lucas being like, she'll come in. I knew the dog was dead. Like, there was no question oh, really? in my mind. I was one. I, I didn't even. I would have gone to Vegas and made a million dollar bet that the dog was dead as soon as that. Because it's just, it's. I didn't I, even it's put not my two first two rodeo, to, to use that phrase again tonight. It's, I knew it. But it was still so shocking when it happened. And it was so sad. And I did start tearing up. Um, I thought it was going to be a deer. 
Oh, really? I did not think it was going to be the dog. Oh, really? I didn't even put two and two together. Like, I was like, the dog's gone, okay, and I thought it was going to be, yeah, like a deer. I was worried it was going to be a dead child, actually, at first. I was like, I didn't think it was going <laughs> to be, but I was critical like, what if the there is a dead child yeah. in that bag? Yeah. And so, yeah, I thought it was going to be like a deer, but I it didn't even occur to me that until they showed the dog that it was, was going to be the dog. I don't know why it didn't. Mike texted but, me, and he said, oh, my God, you can't kill a dog. I, I, I texted like, yeah. the same thing. I yeah. said the dog. I did acknowledge your text because I, I, like, I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I figured you weren't going to respond to that. But, yeah, that I I was, I, I teared up about that. buried him, and he, like, put his face oh on my the dog's gosh. fur. That, like, the really part, got yeah, me. I know. The part that got in the dog is so limp and, oh, like, gosh. oh, my God, I know. It was, I, it was hard. It was really ugh. hard. And then the scene that really... Um, got me was when he was at the supermarket and he was like he wanted to buy pork chops and the butcher was like i don't have any pork chops and he's like i see them they're right there that was the scene that i started like really crying really hard yeah because i was rough mads mickelson like his character never seemed pathetic to me he always had a quiet dignity Mm -hmm. and i think it's really hard to play that role without me because i didn't pity him in a pathetic way i felt pain and sorrow for you his character yeah him. yeah and i think that that's that's a fine line between like pathetic pity and like empathy and sorrow and and he was just trying he was just and he was saying like i have a right to shop here i want my groceries and um i have a like this is no anybody who knows me know that i i have a thing about my glasses because without my glasses i'm i can't do anything i can't drive i can't do anything really like you know I, i'm I'd be, you know, I mean, I can see where I'm, I can see enough where I'm not, like, going to walk off a cliff or something, but my glass, you're, when you, somebody but you has need glasses, them to see, yeah. <laughs> he, like, needs them, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. And, um, and so I mean, they I use punched mine for him. distance. Like, like if I, pun- it's, it just one if, if I use mine for distance and if I drive without them, it looks like I'm underwater. So, I'll keep that in mind next time I'm riding with you and you don't have your glasses. <laughs> I wear my glasses all I'm just the time. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, so they, they started beating him up and he, mm-hmm. his glasses fell off and he left the store and he didn't have his glasses on and that like broke my heart. Like I just, everything about that scene was just, it just made me cry because I was like, geez, like the indignity of now I don't even have my glasses yeah. and that, like that would... As if being accused of pedophilia isn't enough. Now you don't have your glasses. And that is just, it's just like, just one more thing. And, and this poor guy, and he's walking, and then they're in, the, and then Theo and his wife, I can't remember her name, and Clara are in the either. car, and they're at the, there's in the parking lot of the grocery store. And they see Lucas walking out of the grocery store. And Clara's like, where's Fanny? And I thought, like, did Theo have something to do with Fanny getting killed? Because the mom was like, I don't know. Yeah. But I couldn't tell if the mom actually knew or not. Right. Or if the mom just suspected that somebody probably killed Fanny. And just that yeah, cause whole we, thing. Because we didn't mention that there was also a, a massive rock that, that was, was thrown, thrown through the window. That yeah. It looked like it kind of grazed Lucas mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, it didn't really hurt him, but he was definitely, like, a little injured. But... Man, that could have straight up killed someone if that be, hit them oh, yeah. oh, big time. Yeah. Like that was that was scary. Yeah. And so that whole thing I, was so sad. It was it was just such a sad 
yeah whole scene and then i liked when he walked back in and, and it was like humiliating you yeah know? and he walked back in and headbutted the butcher which the butcher <laughs> had it coming and then he got yeah, his, and then like that he got his groceries <laughs> uh-huh. and he's like i need my groceries and they're like give him his groceries but then he still paid for them which <laughs> i thought was like anyway what were you gonna say i was gonna say i think it's interesting that you bring up theo maybe killing the dog because i think that also puts into question who shot at him at the end of the well, movie that's, that's why i think the movie uh, one of the another reason why i really like the movie is the powerfulness the power i guess is the word at, of the ending because a how do you reintegrate yourself with these people who turned on you so fast these yeah. people who somebody I in know. this group killed your dog mm-hmm. and threw a rock in your window which could have killed your son or you or just elite at the very least like if not killed injured somebody oh yeah for and sure. who tried to get you know tried to ruin your life like you lost your job you know and um and now how do you reintegrate with all these people and then you I don't find even out know how you'd want to yeah i don't you know like, i mean like i think there could be like a mutual respect and forgiveness for theo but i don't know if you'd ever if that friendship would ever be repaired like when theo yeah. finally realized when claire he, they, he finally listened to clara and he, and he was like when she said like he didn't do anything wrong and when Theo sort of came with like a peace offering, I could see how you'd be like, okay, I forgive you and we're cool now. But I, that friendship, I don't think would ever come back. Yeah. And, um, I think I'd be like, listen, we're cool and everything, but I don't think you should be part of my life anymore. I think yeah, this like, is going to be the end, you know? And so I think I'd that be the, like, I can't potentially put my child back into like, yeah, sorry. You know, it's, it's. Wait, whose perspective are you talking to? I'm talking about Theo, like Theo saying it to. I, I don't know. I I just think he. I was thinking like Lucas would be like. Listen. Oh, oh, okay. I was thinking like from Theo. He he might be like, listen, like I I'm uh, I'm glad that nothing happened here, but I don't think this is going to end up. Yeah. I I don't know why Lu- Theo would say that, but I would say if I was Lucas. <laughs> right. I don't know. No, <laughs> no. I'm just saying like my perspective was Lucas could be like, okay, Theo, look, I forgive you because you were trying to protect your child. Right. But the, our friendship, like, it could just can never be the same. No. It, it, you know, like, when somebody turns on you that fast and just, like, feeds you to the wolves and everybody becomes a wolf. Yeah. How do you become friends with them again is what I meant to say. And then I like that at the end because he's kind of looking around the room and he's thinking, like, all of these people were against me. Some of these people killed my dog and tried to hurt me. And then at the end you find, and then when he's hunting and somebody shoots at him, you're like, so not everybody even believes that he's innocent. Right. So he's always hunted in some form. But right. What were you, so what do you mean? Like Theo, what were you talking about? Like Theo's perspective. Why would, why would Theo not want the friendship to? I, I don't know. Maybe he just, it's just too much trauma, too much like stuff. And it just petered out or he just felt like he wasn't going to be able to maintain a relationship with someone who he accused of abusing his daughter you know i mean i could see it being any number of things where he's like i feel too guilty to continue relationship with you i don't think i could like even even if you know someone's innocent there could be a possibility where you're like i know that you didn't do this but i can't look past it and okay, I, see. I associate this with you now, and I'm sorry. It's not your fault, but it is what it is. That you makes, know? Yeah, that's, yeah. I didn't think about that, but that makes sense. Because I mean, yeah. I I'm, I could see if you were like, I don't know, you had a friend who was particularly shitty or something, and 
you know, I don't actually know where I'm going with this, so never mind. No, I think no, I think that's, I, I, I think you you have a good point. Like if if you had a friend who was like going through something on their end that was like maybe really hard for them, and they said some really unnecessary or unkind things to you, and then later they were like, "Look, I'm really sorry. I was just I was in a bad part part of my life, and I said these things to you." It it might be hard to like you might be like. I understand you were going through a hard time, but it might be hard to get that closeness back because you yeah. always like the things they said to you, they still said to you. Right. And right, there's not right. always an excuse for that sort of behavior. I mean, you can apologize for it and you can forgive, but it might be hard to find that closeness again after. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. if someone says something that's bad enough where you're like, okay, that made me really think about the kind of person I am. And. I don't think I want that kind of toxicity in my life, you know? And mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that, but that that is a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it could be any number of things, and, and trauma, even if nothing did happen, there's still going to be trauma with this whole thing. Oh, for sure, yeah. So Theo could just be like, I think it's just better if we part ways, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him. Even if he knows he's innocent, I don't blame I. I don't know. I I think that if I was Lucas, though, I don't know if I'd want to be friends with these people again, because I don't know if I could ever look past, like, look what you did to me, and I was an innocent man, and I was hunted like a damn fox, you know, like, the the dogs of war coming after me, you know, like, (laughs) whatever, and, and, um, it's just so, like, the whole thing is so scary, because it's starts like what you said you mentioned salem and it starts a witch hunt essentially that even if it's not just the thing is it's not just like like a like what am i trying to say you i guess that someone gets information from someone and then it passes on to someone else and someone else and on and on and on and it goes in this rumor mill rumor mill well rumor mills are known for adding on additional things that have not occurred oh yeah like, yeah. like with the kids yeah like in their and 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 stuff like that so then all of these people like it's starting to roll into this big snowball of like trauma and, and bullshit and everyone's thinking that this guy is is uh guilty but no one's willing to listen to him his perspective or or understand what's going on or even tell him what's going on so he is like just a sitting duck and and it's like i mean it's just such a i think it's just such an interesting idea because of what can happen and how rumors can spread and how news can spread and how quickly it can go from like well maybe you know this didn't happen to no it definitely happened and this guy is a fucking pedophile and we need to kill him or we need to end his dog's life or threaten him or scare him or whatever we gotta do Mm -hmm. you know and even and the thing is too is that even if you're proven innocent and nothing had really occurred there could still be people who still think that you are a guilty part person you know it doesn't like this this is not something that will ever go away for this guy this guy will always have that potential pedophile on his like under his name Mm -hmm. you know because unless he moved to another city he moved somewhere else he moved away he got away from this little town where everyone seems to know each other then sure he could probably get away with from it but i almost said with it he could, <laughs> he could probably get away from it yeah but 
I just I I mean I can't even understand like wanting to work in that t- I I can't I can't even imagine trying to regain your life and relive your life and like what how would you even like interact with people who initially thought that you were guilty you know do you even acknowledge them do you talk to them do you go hey I'm sorry about this whole thing that happened but I'm an innocent man you know like what do you do to me it's just just sell your house pack up and leave yeah (laughs) I think that's the best outcome make make new friends because you know what you don't have to tell them that you're you're past you know you're an innocent person you did nothing wrong and you can you can create your own narrative at that point Mm -hmm. and that's the thing is that he never got the chance to create his own narrative or to tell his own narrative it was always from uh from clara's perspective and she's just a little girl so she doesn't get that what she was saying is so wrong and I, i think it's just a very it's a very scary idea because it can just happen so fast. And we see people who are, you know, like like Instagram celebrities, you know, some some people who just say something and then all of a sudden they're like canceled. And so it's mm-hmm. like even if they have a history of not uh, of you know, like not being a bad person, and they say something that's maybe off color, or really stupid to say. Good lord, like Lord knows, I've I've done the same thing, but it can just suddenly turn into a shit show and then you know like it's like a danny sanders thing you know like with not okay where well that was a little different but you get what i'm saying is that it's it's just here he is just unable to tell people what really happened and i don't know if anyone's ever really going to truly believe him and he might have to live the rest of his life with that that you know red mark on his whatever and it's so scary yeah, I think it's interesting how, so the teacher told all the parents, like, here are some, um, here are some, uh, what's the word, like, uh, symptoms of child abuse, you know, headaches, nightmares, all these things. And so then, as soon as you tell a group of parents that, A, a child has been p- possibly molested mm-hmm. at the school, and here, B, here are the things to look for. Like fear sets in, and now they're just gonna see everything. Like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. like when COVID, they're gonna see what they want to see. COVID first started, yeah. and it was like, oh, it, the the symptoms are a cough or a whatever. I don't remember the symptoms totally, but you know, like <laughs> every time you'd wake up, like you'd wake up in the morning, you'd be like, oh, it's you know, it's it's April, and I slept with my window open. And any other year, I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't have slept with my window open because it gets down to fifty right. degrees and my throat is dry now. But then in 2020, in April, <laughs> yeah. you sleep with your window open and you're like, well, this is it. I have COVID. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, because I every single symptom. three times thinking I had COVID yeah, over the course so, of the last three years so, and that's or just, two years. And, you know, and there's so many other things like, mm-hmm. like anything you could think of where you might be worried about something, you might be scared. Everything that happens is just like a, another tick in the box of like this bad thing is definitely happening and it's so, like when you like look up on web md about your symptoms and you're like great i have schizophrenia and it's like just anxiety like, yeah <laughs> you're not schizophrenic it's okay but your your first thought is oh my god i have cancer and i'm dying and it's like it, it's not cancer it's just you know go to the doctor just figure it out don't use WebMD because you yeah. like to diagnose what's so, going on with you. Yeah, and so then <laughs> Brune is telling Marcus, like, all the kids in the school have all described their Lucas's basement and all the furniture he has in his basement and all described these things. 
and Marcus is like, but well, we don't even have a basement. Yeah. And so Brune is like, yeah, I this really is really like common. how they revealed that. I thought that that yeah. was interesting. And Brune is like, well, it's really common in these situations for kids to just uh, maybe they're talking on the playground and they're sort of making it up. Maybe their parents are leading them. Maybe they saw it in a movie once. And so how fallible everything becomes when fear is the leading, yeah, the leading emotion. And the thing that I think is so well done about this movie is that nothing that nothing happened that I would say like you guys are totally out of line for thinking that this is a thing and taking trying to get ahead of it. You know what I mean? Right, right. The, what I'm trying to say is. If you think a kid has been assaulted, they did everything that I think you probably should do besides yeah. t- calling the police first. But I still think it would have gotten out of hand even if you'd called the police first. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or maybe the police would have been like, we need to contain this a little bit better. But I don't know how it could be contained in a tiny place. So I think that's the crux of the, the emotions that I was feeling because I'm like... I don't know what I would do that's that drastically different in this instance because, like the teacher said, you have to believe the kid to a certain extent. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't like that all of his friends turned on him so quickly. I know. Um, because he like in the beginning you're supposed to see his character. He like saves the guy. You know, he jumps yeah, in the he cold jumps water in and fully dressed. Yeah. Like that was. It was not even like I love that. Like his friend is like, oh, I've got a cramp. I got a cramp. Not even without like a second thought. Lu- Lucas was like, I'm in. I got. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna help him out. Didn't even take off his clothes. The guy was fine. Like he was gonna. He looked like he was yeah, fine. He was fine. His, he was not making like drowning noises. Like his shoulders were above water. The guy was treading water pretty well. He was gonna be okay if you waited an extra five minutes to take off your clothes not five but you know what i mean yeah but yeah you're right so like from the beginning we're seeing like a kind individual who cares about his friends and then all his friends are just like nope fuck you you're a pedophile you're a piece of shit you know yeah yeah so and i i think that that that's that's really interesting that it just it 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 started uh snowballing so quickly and everybody started turning on him but i think that that makes sense almost Mm -hmm. in a in a weird way i think so too i think that it it just it says a lot to how um false memories can be created you know especially in young children who if your parent is telling you over and over again no this definitely happened to you like at one point as a kid go well no my mom's not right to the point where they're like well it's my mom so she definitely knows what she's talking about you know and 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 then it's probably more of a thing well i don't want to disappoint my parents so yeah this happened you know and it's just it's like so scary that there's just this ability to go are you sure are you sure that he didn't touch you you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and then the girl or guy or whatever is like well maybe he did maybe i'm not sure if he touched me or not i don't know you know and 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 i think that it's it's just a i think it's it's like what you said it's a situation where i think that everyone acted the way that they should have acted but it's just such a hard it's just such a shitty situation and i'm just wondering like how many other times has this happened you know and how many and i know that there i mean there's there's like a like a pro like a, the innocence project is one of the things that helps people who have been wrongly um convicted to you know to work on their case and get them you know and um and I, uh, it, it's it just it's very scary. It's very scary 
because where does the truth start and where does the imagination end you know mm-hmm. and but i i really liked that part with the basement part because because you're like listening to it and you're like oh so he has a basement or something like that you know and then and then they're and then they the guy's like yeah and then the police went and they investigated lucas's house and guess what he doesn't have and everyone's like a basement and you're like oh shit yeah. so yeah um i thought that that was clever that was a clever way of doing that yeah and i liked that Bruin was on his side the whole time Mm-hmm. And there was never a question in him, like what happened. And he, I loved him. Yeah, he was like, li- like he sat down, Marcus, and he's like, "Listen, I'm your godfather, and you can turn to me with whatever." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's so sweet." Yeah, but especially in a time like that. Like, if I was Marcus, I would have been like, "Thank you." <laughs> you know what I mean? I would have been really touched by that. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about something else. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, I think I touched on this briefly, but, like, the emotions that it made me feel towards Clara was really interesting. Yeah, I would like to hear more about that. Just, I felt like there were some scenes where I hated her so much, and I was just, like, I, like, if it had been real, I would have, like, wanted, like, I've never been so happy to see a child get spat on. When Marcus, like, (laughs) spat at her, I was, like, but... But the whole time, like, every time I was watching, like, every scene that I felt that hatred and that anger, I also felt an equivalent feeling of, like, sadness and, Mm -hmm. and, like, for her. And that, you know, she had no idea what she was doing. Like, she was a totally innocent victim of this thing that, this one thing that happened and she said a couple flippant things because just, like, a perfect storm of events and it was totally she had no idea what she was saying she didn't understand any of it and then her whole world was turned upside down the one adult in her life who was stable really was now no longer allowed to be in her life she everybody was mad at her nobody would listen to her like she told her mom that this is you know i don't think they were mad at her but not mad at her sorry i but nobody would listen to her yeah to say and uh no like she told her mom like no i said something stupid and her mom didn't believe her so then she starts questioning her own self yeah so i never like as much as i hated her i didn't hate her at the same time and that is something i think that's really hard to do in movies because to make a five-year-old i think mike texted me and he said so clara's the villain and i said (laughs) and i thought that was like perfect like to make a five-year-old a villain but not a villain at the same time is Mm -hmm. really hard to do and um so I, you know, I, I just, I think it was, it was just so well done. The balance was struck so perfectly, I think, because it made me feel emotions that I did not want to feel about a child. And it made me think, but it's not, you know, like, she didn't know what she was doing, but I'm still mad at her because I kept thinking, like, I wish Clara would just suddenly become mature right suddenly become like 16 years old and say no i lie to everybody but she can't because she's only five and so that's right i think that's the brilliance of the movie is that they coaxed this performance out of a five-year-old and she can't change like she can't suddenly mature she can't grow 10 years in this movie and she stayed a five-year-old the whole time and i thought that that was so well done and then at the end 
she's standing there in the doorway and she had this thing throughout the movie about stepping on cracks and so lucas sees her i thought and that you part think, was really cute he's like too many too many lines right and she's like that's just what i was thinking like she looked yeah, very worried about like it. she's like the tiled yes, floor this is quite a conundrum well <laughs> and i thought for a second like is she gonna apologize to him but she didn't because a five-year-old well, yeah, doesn't why she, she doesn't know. She has no idea. She has no idea. She just knows that the adults had some sort of tiff for a while based on something she said, but she doesn't even know why or what she said. And um, and so she's standing there, and he walks over and picks her up and carries her across the floor, and he puts her down, and he's like, your dad's in the room. And, and that's perfect, because it would have been weird for her to see, like, I'm sorry, Lucas, I didn't know what I was doing and I did something wrong, you know? Yeah, no, that would have made so, no sense with yeah, her as a child. So it was just like very sweet and it was, and she made a little bit of progress when she was like in the bedroom with her dad and, and she like thought she saw Fanny outside the door which was really sad and then yeah. she, or she thought her dad's silhouette was Lucas and she's like, Lucas, I didn't mean to do what I did. So she kind of in essence apologize to him in that way yeah like, like a, a dreamlike state yeah yeah and her dad did her and cleared up things with her dad enough so that her dad was like okay lucas didn't do this thing yeah and so i thought it was just really well done um in that regard and i think that that's not easy to uh, you have to show restraint to not make a five-year-old suddenly apologize like a 20 year old you know yeah no it, it's good that they do that because i don't like it's it, to me that's like the same <laughs> that's like the same faux pas as some as siblings calling themselves brothers brother and sis you know what i mean mm-hmm. where it's like siblings don't talk to each other like that you yeah. know uh but um i think it's interesting that you hated her because i never ever hated her i never had any negative feelings towards her i always was like i just felt sorry for her because she's a child and she doesn't understand so i yeah i never for me i didn't i didn't feel that way i felt that way about the parents but i never felt that way about her yeah i just always felt like she's just a little girl she doesn't get what's going on and this is a really shitty and unfortunate situation and her stupid friend brother's friend showing her porn like oh my god that kid needs to be shoved out a banana shoot is that even a real thing i don't know but i'm angry <laughs> <laughs> I saw bananas, and that's why. <laughs> Shove them down a banana shoot. Shove down a banana shoot. Yeah, that's yeah. good punishment. Thanks. I don't think banana shoots are real, but they could be. Who knows? I don't work with bananas, so do you know why? Because of the bugs, and also bananas aren't grown here, and there's spiders. <laughs> Tarantulas. Uh, yeah, there's nasty ass spiders. Um, <clears throat> so I want to talk about the whole church scene oh sure so um he's getting ready on christmas eve this is like right after all this stuff has happened like a month later right like a month about maybe like a month and a half yeah and um and he's like getting all dressed to go and stuff like that and just like i mean i was even surprised that he went that he went to church i would have been like "Mm, i think i'll just stay here in the dark yeah um and you can see as he's walking down the aisle that people are kind of giving him like dirty looks. And there's that one lady who he like, didn't he like go to sit next to her? And she was like, Mm-mm, nope, I'm going to get up. And yeah, and she like walked away. Yeah. And so he's forced to sit at the front, which is interesting because that's where all the children are, you know? Um, and, and then he's just like, like has this 
emotional breakdown in the middle of this. I mean, he started crying before I think they started singing, right? And then the like song I think just triggered. Well, probably seeing yeah. Clara didn't yeah, help. Yeah, they were yeah. when they were lining up. One of the teachers was like, "Clara, over here," and he like looked up because he heard her name. Yeah, yeah, and it just like triggered this whole. And he was trying to like sing along. I think he was trying to calm himself down by like singing along, but he like he just knew he couldn't. Yeah, and and he kept staring at Theo. Yeah, and that's when Theo was like, "I see it in his eyes. I see it in his eyes." And I, so that whole scene was super powerful. And Mads Mikkelsen is so great. Like, I. I just love him. <laughs> you know, I really I really do. Um and and it was so heartbreaking, you know, and just like you're like I've I think there's a lot of maybe not I don't know if secondhand embarrassment's the word, but that's kind of how I f- feel like there's a lot of that in this movie where you're like you feel like humiliated for him, you know? Um and it's very it's very intense and anxiety inducing and so like watching this happen you're like what's going to happen what is he going to do with theo and so that's why i brought up that twitching eye thing because i think that was was actually more vital to the story Uh than like it was it sure it felt like a throwaway line but it actually was not a throwaway line you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i agree i agree i i think um it was a really powerful scene because he kept looking back and Theo's wife, I think Theo was sort of being like, oh my gosh, we were totally wrong. He, mm-hmm. he didn't do anything. And his wife, who apparently really wanted Lucas to have assaulted their child because she was like, yeah, really she whispering like something. She was like, like really team like yeah. assault or something. And, it was uh, very strange. And so Lucas finally walked up and he's like, well, what are you saying about me? What? Yeah. What? You know? Yeah. And I was like, good, good. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and Mike just, texted me and he's like, where was that backbone the rest of the movie? Because, like, he didn't really stand up for himself very no, much. No. No, he didn't. I, I, it's just, I think his, his reaction to the whole thing was so strange. It just seemed like he just let it happen. Like, detached almost. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, I thought, I think that what he maybe thought was, oh, it's a mistake, it's going to blow over in like two days. Yep. This whole thing will be fine. And that's maybe why he acted kind of blasé about it. But then it obviously didn't, and it got worse and worse. And now, you know, he's losing every single one of his friends. Everyone thinks he's a pedophile. Everyone hates him. He lost his job. He can't see his own son. I mean, I actually kind of thought that he was getting ready to kill himself. That's what I thought when he was getting ready. When he put a suit on, I was like, oh gosh, is he he going to commit suicide? To kill himself. Yeah, Yeah. me too. I was like, I was prepared to like see him get a gun and shoot him. Like I was full on ready for that to happen. And um, so so wondering like do, were you crying at that scene too um not as much because i had had such an emotional outburst right before that i really wasn't like crying but i i still i did feel quite emotional about like it was still pretty pretty emotional scene i think yeah big time it was, it was sad i just i just he was so lonely. Um, yeah, like you know, like here's a man at the beginning of the movie who's lonely because his wife and his wife has left and won't let him see his son. And then things start to sort of be looking up because Marcus is going to come live with him, and now he's got this new woman, Nadia. And then he just 
you know, he's got these this great group of friends, and then he loses all of that except for one friend, even Nadia. He kind of loses, and then his son shows back up, and that was good. But then he loses his dog, and his son, he sends his son away again, and and it's just so heartbreaking. This poor man, and I just felt his loneliness and his solitude and his isolation, and and just everyone turning their back on him like that and his son didn't turn his back on him but he couldn't be around because it wasn't safe for him you know yeah, and yeah and and now his companion his dog has been killed by these people who are supposed to be his friends and and i just well that's a weird assuming we don't know who killed her but or her yeah um yeah, I'm wondering. I really wonder who shot at him at the end. I wondered that as well. Like I was like, oh gosh, I thought who is like that? from the wild hair, it kind of looked like it could have been Theo. Oh, you know, I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah, because I, you never see his face mm-hmm. or her face, but you're assuming it's a he because they're all men yeah. that are out. And it, I just, I noticed the hair, and I was like, huh. But I also thought that it would be weird if it was Theo because it seemed like he forgave him. Yeah, I don't think it was. My theory is that it, I didn't think it was Theo. I wondered if it was Torsten, Theo's teenage son. Oh. Because I thought that the build looked a little bit scrawny, like not like a full grown man. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That was my guess. Just uh, so Torsten and, and uh, Clara, that one scene where they're doing the. the um, the Christmas whatever and he starts crying and everything I I liked that scene I thought Mm -hmm. that that was like and but it it also really bothered me because I was like but you are the reason this whole thing started like Mm -hmm. you are the direct result of it your friend is the one who actually quote unquote assaulted her if if anyone did yeah yeah if you can classify that as assault or something it's it was your friend who did it. yes 100 percent, and yeah. that like and i didn't i didn't really expect the son to know that he was the reason behind it no because I, I don't know if anyone ever knew exactly what she said yeah except for the guy who came to the classroom and talked to her right yeah so i i'm just uh, yeah that would have been an interesting part of the story if if like they finally found out what he said and the brother was like uh-oh yeah but, but maybe he wouldn't remember you know what i mean right yeah i don't know yeah he yeah he definitely might have not even remembered that his friend had said like oh it's a rod it's pointing straight up or whatever just mm-hmm. i i just that that whole that whole thing of showing the porn to the little girl like enraged me i felt like i just wanted to like rip that ipad away or whatever time tablet away from those kids and just break it in front of them and then be like there's your porn <laughs> you know like you want some porn let's see some porn and then i'd be like Vroom. okay here you go fuck off little asshole <laughs> get away from my daughter <laughs> well maybe if her parents were better parents they would have noticed that and they wouldn't have allowed that shitty friend around their kid uh, yeah, just saying know. <laughs> you know but they're shitty parents so anyway oh i did want to ask you when Theo brought Lucas food, do you think he was believing that he was innocent? Yes. You think so? Yeah, Christmas Eve? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. He had just talked to Clara. Clara mm-hmm. said nothing happened. Yeah. And I think he was like, okay, I was yeah. wrong. It was a peace offering for sure. And like, you know. Yeah. Here's his best friend spending Christmas Eve by himself because you've effectively 
made sure that he was isolated from everything. Yeah, seriously. In some roundabout way, maybe he's not directly responsible for the dog dying, but he still didn't quell the flames, you know, didn't listen to him when he came to talk to him. And um, yeah, I think Theo and him... If if not for the very last scene, I would have guessed that him and Theo have, had found some sort of forgiveness for each other. But like I said earlier, yeah. the friendship probably wouldn't be the same. But then the last scene is like he's Lucas is integrating with these people again. But I still like we like you see in the movie, there's still distance there, whether people acknowledge it or not. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I have I just have a hard time believing that it was maybe Theo that shot at him. You know, for some reason, I just, that just doesn't sit right with me, Mm -hmm. you know, but you saying the sun, I'm like, oh, interesting. But yeah, no, I, so, yeah. So would you recommend the movie? Yeah, I really liked it. I, it was, I think it's really good. I'm surprised how much you liked it, I really liked it a lot. Um, Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I recommend it. It's It's heavy. It's emotionally taxing and it's. But I, I think it's so well done. And I think it's such a, I don't even know what the word is for it, but it's just like, what's the right answer? You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what do you do in a situation like that? And how do you proceed? And the only reason we can feel this infuriated on his behalf is because we know that nothing happened, but in real life. Right. You know, how do you, how do you, how do you handle something like that? And I think yeah. it was... Really well done. So, would you recommend it? Yeah, I actually already have. <laughs> Me too. I told Mike he should watch it. He did. So, yeah. I um I have a friend uh that she I use her Disney Plus, so she I if I ever like rent a movie, I'll text her on Amazon cuz she uses my Amazon. So, if I ever rent a movie, I'll be like, "Hey, I rented this movie. I have it for like 48 hours. If you want to watch it, you should sign into my thing and watch it." Um nice. so I did that for Another Earth as well. Um and I don't think she finished it. I think she said, oh, I think I've seen this movie before. And then she, I don't know if she ever, uh-huh. I don't know if she finished it or not. I know you didn't like that one. But um, yeah, so I have already, I've already recommended this to people. I would say yes. I think it's, I think it's worth watching. I think it's, um, it's a very intense film. I think it's a very good film though. And I think that the performances are great. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't think I have any complaints about it. Honestly, I think it's mm-hmm. a very well done film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, for anybody who doesn't want to rent it on Amazon, it is free on Pluto, Pluto TV. And I will do this service for you. It's under the dramas. Um, okay. So Pluto TV is awesome in some regards, but in some regards, it's very frustrating because there's no search bar. Yeah, you I just don't understand why that's not a thing. Well, I, I assume that they the reason they can play all these movies is because it's like they probably have an agreement where you can't search or something. You know what I mean? It's Maybe, probably how yeah. they get... It's probably how they're able to play all them and the app is free. There's probably some weird clause where they're like, okay, but no movie can be searched for. People just have <laughs> to look. And so I spent... I did this for all, all the listeners. I looked through <laughs> so many of the, the categories that I, I thought it might be in. I was like, nah. And um, so it is on Pluto TV under the dramas. If you go to the on-demand section under movies, dramas, all movies, and you're going to have to scroll for a while, but it's in there. And um, there are commercials, but hey, that's good for bathroom breaks and stuff. You know, it's nobody likes commercials, but it's free. So if you want to watch it for free, 
that's the app and i've told you where to find it and i really can't do any anything more than that but <laughs> um i can do more than that and tell you that it is actually free on amazon prime if you sign up for a seven-day trial of magnolia pictures which is what i did okay so i just i usually write myself a note six days cancel it before the seventh day no problem yeah yeah so there there is there. that as well but um so yeah because i knew i was like mm, i'm not gonna search through pluto to find this movie i was like i i was like you know that's not gonna happen that's not gonna happen no and so i i uh, saw that it was on amazon i was like perfect the first time i the, when we watched holy motors i was about ready to throw my tv off the balcony when i was like oh i guess i have to search through oh not everything. from the movie well, no, this was when I was searching. <laughs> but then after I watched it, I did throw my TV off the bed. No. As one should. I um, I was just like, I was about, Ken, I was going to lose my mind because I had to search through so many categories because I had no idea where it would be. But now that I know that that's how the app works, it doesn't bother me as much. It still bothers me, but it doesn't bother me quite as much because I'm prepared for it. Like, I was right. like... I'm going to watch it on Pluto because I know I can watch it for free on Pluto. I'm just resigned to the fact that I'm going to be looking for a while. And it took me a while. And I'm not saying it's not frustrating, but it, I like when I know that that's how it works, I'm a little bit more okay with it. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about, um, about uh, Alan Quartermain in the <laughs> earlier today and i just was like i was driving because i went to get groceries or maybe it was yesterday i was whatever either way i was driving and i was like that movie was so hilariously like unintentionally hilarious (laughs) and then i started having one of those um uh shower arguments but i wasn't in the shower it was it was a car argument where um i was arguing with the person who edited it and and directed it and i was telling them all the reasons and all the ways that it was bad and it was very satisfying but he doesn't listen because it's imaginary Mm. did you tell him that hillary duff wanted her outfit to the kids choice awards (laughs) i did actually that's one of the things i said oh Oh, baba he going into the future and stealing those outfits yeah i can't believe you remembered her name she's the queen what's she doing oh yeah she's the damn queen yeah come on jeez they didn't know that until later (laughs) um anyway so you can follow us on instagram watch us movies at uh facebook at watchers movies and uh subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts and if you like our um reviews there's a couple ways that you can ask us to review a movie that you're recommending and one of the ways is you can go to itunes and give us five stars write the name of the movie down we'll review it usually do it in a couple weeks next uh week is spooktober so we do have a set schedule for spooktober already oh my goodness yeah i know isn't that crazy i was thinking yes. i was looking today um and uh or you can go and send us an email at watchers of movies at gmail.com that took a little i'm just gonna say it again watchers of movies at gmail.com and or you can send us a dm um i think the best way to do it is either instagram or email us so that's what i say and we usually do them pretty soon but again we have spooktober coming up and we have plans so it will be after that it will be in november and uh thanks so much to mike for our theme music yes you can find him on twitter at the mike show 42 thank you mike his name is mike Mike myers (laughs) bye-bye